Welcome back. Let's mention the state Democratic Party, or parties, Super Tuesday, and a bill to help teachers who can't get no respect. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Folks, it looks like Alabama might have one state Democratic Party, or at least be closer to having only one party. That's opposed to having two state parties, or none, if that's your perspective. Of course, there had been the fight between the old bunch in power, led by longtime party chair Nancy Worley, and the new bunch in power that has been recognized by the DNC and led by State Representative Chris England. Worley went to court to block the meeting where England was elected to replace her and nullify the new faction's power play. But AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that Montgomery County Circuit Judge Greg Griffin dismissed that lawsuit. He essentially said, hey, this is a squabble inside the party, and it's their business, and this court simply doesn't have jurisdiction there. Case dismissed. In the most shocking piece of news since the Dollar General opened another store in Clanton last August, Worley said she may not be given up just yet. From a text message, quote, We will discuss an appeal, and we will also look at the possibility of a federal case. This coming Tuesday is Super Tuesday, and this primary seems like it'll have something for everybody. Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill always announces expected turnout for these things, and he's saying to look for 1.1 to 1.3 million people to head to the polls in Alabama, reports AL.com's Ramsey Archibald. Now, that would put turnout somewhere between 30 and 35 percent. Of course, it'd be great to see everybody get out and vote, as long as they're good at it. But 30 to 35 percent isn't the worst for a primary. We did get 41.4 percent during the last presidential primary, but we had that high-flying Republican primary presidential campaign going on. And since the presidential races are what really pulls in the voters— and there are more Republicans in this state than Democrats, it stands to reason we'd expect it to be a little down from that this time around. Still, with the GOP Senate primary involving some big names and a likely runoff, there's plenty of reasons for Republicans to show up. Speaking of runoffs, here's a reminder about a relatively new law passed in 2017 that doesn't allow crossover voting from the primary to the runoff. In Alabama, we don't have to register as a Republican or Democrat, and we can select either ballot for the primary. But when you select a party's ballot on Super Tuesday, you can't then vote in the other party's runoff if they have one. See, for example, in a likely scenario this time around, what you can't do is vote with a Democrat ballot on Tuesday so you can vote for their presidential candidate and then turn around and vote in the runoff to help determine who's going to represent the GOP in the Senate race. If you've been listening to us, we've been kind of hitting on a topic most days from the Alabama legislative session. Sometimes these things die in committee, so to bring them up early in the process, we run the risk that you'll never hear from them again. But here's one that I thought was interesting, whether it gets traction or not. It's what they're calling the Teacher Bill of Rights, and right now it's in the House Committee on Education Policy. AL.com's Trisha Powell Crane reports that the goal is to give teachers a little more respect and maybe a little less abuse along the way. Albertville Republican Kerry Rich said, Teachers have to put up with a bunch of crap that, in my opinion, they shouldn't have to put up with. And AEA attorney Clint Daltrey, quote, 
Teachers are, to my knowledge, the only group of college-educated professionals that I know of that run the risk on a daily basis of being hit, kicked, slapped, scratched, what have you. Kids, for the love of all that's good, don't scratch your teacher. There's no future in that. I'll read a few of the rights on the Teacher's Bill of Rights. The right to be free from frivolous lawsuits and immunity where appropriate. The right to use discipline, including corporal punishment, in accordance with board policy. That's for the ones who scratch their teachers. The right to remove persistently disruptive students from the classroom, including when a student is impudent or defiant. The right to have their professional judgment respected by administrators when in accordance with board policy. The right to be treated with civility and respect. And the right to be free from excessive and burdensome paperwork. And that last one I wanted as a right when I was a student. Hey, I know what. Let's all treat each other with civility and respect before the government tries to make us. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. And in the meantime, stop by anytime you want to. See what we're doing on the internet at AL.com. Mm-hmm.